Welcome to Fried, the ultimate guide to burnout podcast. If you've ever been burnt out because of your job, your relationship, or just your life, this is the place for you. We will talk all things burnout by sharing deep stories of personal transformation each week with a new guest who vows to share their stories without leaving out the scary bits. This is raw, honest, and brought to you by acupuncturist and burnout coach Kate Denovan, whose own experiences make her determined to change the current burnout culture. Hello, my lovely listeners. Today you are in for a special treat because I did a bonus episode with my good friend, Dr. Randy Raymond, who works and lives in Costa Rica. And today, Dr. Raymond and I are going to be talking about plant medicine, which basically means the use of hallucinogens in a medical way, which has been studied for a long, long time and is gaining more and more popularity. And Randy's retreat center in Jaco, Costa Rica actually has a retreat coming up August 28th through September 2nd. So if it's something that you're interested in, you'll probably know by the end of this podcast. And I encourage you to go ahead and sign up for it if it's something that uh, spikes your interest and you think might be useful to you in your life. So without further ado, here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to yet another episode of Fried, the Burnout Podcast. Today, we are talking to a friend of mine, so I'm very excited. Her name is Dr. Randy Raymond, and she owns and operates the Burnout Recovery Center at Eden in Jaco, Costa Rica. Eden is a boutique center where guests are taught how to heal, learn, and grow with custom wellness experiences supported by Eden's relaxed healing environment and may include any combo of nutritional counseling, life coaching, longevity fitness, digestive reprogramming, and or plant medicine. Plant medicine will be part of the main topic that we do today, but first, I'd just like to welcome Dr. Randy to the show. Hi, Caitlin. So nice to be here. Thank you so much for fitting me in. And so nice to chat with you again. I feel like our our paths go up and down and up and down over the years, and it's so interesting. Um, yeah. We've seen each other in San Diego. We've seen each other in Costa Rica. And now our paths are crossing again with the burnout stuff. So I'm really into that. Yeah. No, it's amazing. It's, it's good to have friends that last this long. And right. Our paths keep crossing. Crossing the stream. How long it's been? We started school. <sighs> I try not to count it up, man. All right. Let's not count. Let's not count. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. we'll start off with a brief version of one of your burnout stories. And then I'd really like to talk about um, plant medicine as a modality for treating burnout. So if you want to just start yeah. with one of your stories, I'd love to listen. Yeah. Well, there's been a number of times in my life where I have reached the point of being sick and tired of being sick and tired and just really physically, emotionally, spiritually burnt out. Um, most recently was a couple of years ago after yet another one of my personal relationships did not work out so well. And I decided to take what I dubbed a man-batical. And I just <laughs> stopped interacting with the opposite sex for about a year. 
because I needed to take some time to figure out why I keep repeating the same mistakes, why I keep attracting the same people. And I was just emotionally spent. So I gave myself a gift and I went to Peru. I had always wanted to go. I've always wanted to travel more, but I'm a busy single mom of two and I work and I own this place and I have to staff. And so I, I don't get to treat myself very much. And I wanted that combination of a little vacation and a getaway, but something more spiritual. And I didn't really know exactly where I was going in Peru. I had a friend who knew all about it, and she told me some great places and took me around to some cool stuff. But um, it was one of my first reintroductions into plant medicine. I mean, I, you know, as a kid, I, I dabbled. But... Uh, <laughs> But uh, then I took a break for a while as I was adulting there for, I don't know, a decade or so. And then I just was like, you know what, that, some of those experiences really were the most beautiful things I'd ever seen or done. And I just wanted to kind of reconnect with that energy. So off to Peru I went and went through the Sacred Valley and Cusco and Lima and all kinds of wonderful things. And did find this shaman woman, this herbalist, this healer, just this beautiful being who had this adorable shop and all these herbs and all these, you know, alpaca socks. And that's because I was freezing to death, by the way, <laughs> coming from Costa Rica and sea level going to 11,000 feet. Was like, oh my God, what is this? So I was covered in alpaca for a couple weeks, but right on. Um, then, yeah, she, you know, turned me on to San Pedro, which is like a cactus peyote is what some people call it, mm -hmm. from what I understand. And I had an amazing afternoon. It was beautiful. Felt very connected to the planet and the source energy and all that stuff. And it was just the beginning of the return of my willpower, my personal power, me owning, taking responsibility for myself, for the decisions that I've made. Uh, accepting the consequences of those things and then making a plan for how I was going to get out of it going forward. And I don't know how else to describe it other than that. I mean, yeah, it was beautiful. There's colors, there's patterns, there's all this cool stuff. But the takeaway was this message of, you know, you are going to be okay. You have all the power that you need. You are connected to everything. So you don't have, you're not alone. And that was such a profound thought at that time having, you know, coming out of another thing and feeling alone again. So yeah, it was great. And it led me down this sort of rabbit hole of meeting all these new people with all these different plant medicine options. And now I'm really turning it into incorporating it into my retreats. Uh, it's just one of the tools in the toolbox that we use around here. There's a lot of different ways to heal, but it is definitely something that I have personal experience with the other people that I work with have way more experience than me with it but it's that's wonderful that's why they're part of the team and yeah we're all just coming together here at this beautiful center that I have been working for over a decade to create and it's just so nice that it's all finally coming together and I'm really enjoying the process of now sharing my own healing journey with others to help them along the way too. I think that's what we're really here to do. So, so when you say story. sacred plant medicine, you are talking about hallucinogens. Yes. Psychedelics. Psychedelics. And yeah, so there's been a lot of talk, um, especially 
Dr. Mark Hyman has been doing some talks around the use of psychedelics mm-hmm. in therapy. There's been underground use of um, psychotropical drugs in therapy mm-hmm. since the 60s. So, yeah. and it seems to be having a resurgence now. So, why do you think this is coming up now? And what do you think this particular aspect of medicine can do that other pieces might not be able to do successfully? Like, why would oh, somebody, because wow. there are people that are afraid of this, right? Like, why would somebody Absolutely. make this Absolutely. Yeah. And it is a little frightening at first if you're not experienced in the realm, which is why it's really nice to go and be with people who are familiar with it and are like here to basically hold your hand through it. Um, I think it's gaining popularity again because I believe there is a larger awakening happening and people are seeing that a lot of the traditional approaches to healthcare aren't working anymore. And the system needs, you know, to look back to nature We've spent a lot of years now just kind of cutting it back and trying to kill it with chemicals and a whole bunch of different stuff to, you know, to control nature. But that's not really what's going to take us forward to the next level of the human experience. So I think that plant medicine is a wonderful way that's safe, can be very gentle um, way to feel that connection to the source energy you know, the Tao, God, whatever you want to call it, but that connection is what we're lacking. You know, that, that understanding that we are a part of nature and it's all okay. And like that, we live in these cities and there's all these people, but nobody talks to their neighbor and everybody's in a bad mood because it's very toxic and all this stuff. And we have just lost our connection to earth and plant medicine, I think, is just a quick and easy way to get right back to it, to the reality of it. And what do you think that that connection, feeling that connection gives people? Well, it gives them a sense of belonging. For me, it was a sense of personal strength. Like I didn't feel so helpless and weak or rejected or those things that were making me feel burnout in the first place. Mm -hmm. You know, just to feel really connected to all of it was really beneficial for me and I've seen it quite impactful for others and it can be an emotional process you know there's a lot of letting go of the old traumas that we've all experienced and putting those bags down finally once and for all and being able to walk forward so much lighter and better um that's really that backpack full of rocks taking off the backpack full of rocks putting down the bricks like whatever it is the flogging of ourselves that we do in our minds on a regular basis just you you laugh at it for the first time probably in forever but like why have i been doing this this whole time oh my god i gotta stop <laughs> yeah and then it makes it really easy to just change your mind right and this so. is so this is to me one of the things about like we've done some podcasts already about the effects of trauma and why previous trauma often leads to burnout and how yeah. healing trauma is one of the necessary keys if you are especially if you're someone who is repeating burnout and i don't know too many people that burnt out once and then never did it again it's kind of one of right? those things that keeps yeah. coming back around until yeah. you figure out how to use it instead of be used by it Right. That's a big statement right there. So I think using plant medicine, using hallucinogens in this way is Mm -hmm. one of the ways to heal old trauma. 
which then allows you the space, like you said, to make different decisions. Because I feel like a lot of times in this space of online, you know, joy and passion finding, we think that we should just be able to change our minds. And I think that a lot of people are down on themselves for being unable to sort of coach themselves out of thoughts and patterns. And and then, you know, you get people saying, well, it's because I have a block. Right. Maybe it's a block or just... (laughs) your brain isn't able to do that right now because well, there's con- a trauma. Yeah. Well, the trauma will cause a block, but there's also like a conditional training in our culture that sort of keeps us stuck in a lot of ways. Like it's go to work to make the money, to buy the stuff, to impress the people that you don't really like in the first place, you know, and we just get caught on this cycle and it's, we're, we're consumers. We always want the newest, latest, greatest. And, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that, but it doesn't necessarily always lead to fulfillment, like true fulfillment. And, but we're stuck on that treadmill. And so we call it a block, but it's really just this, we are just a product of all of the things, all the marketing, all of the food and the water and the air and all the stuff just kind of come the pharmaceuticals, all just kind of compounds. And yeah, you do feel stuck and it is hard to rewire your brain because you spend a lifetime wiring it that way which is a wonderful, another wonderful gift from plant medicine is that this stuff is, you know, literally rewires your brain. It literally causes neuroplasticity. It improves the myelin sheets. So making the electrical processes faster and better in your whole body. It even has, some of them have opioid blockers in the plant medicine. So, you know, it can really help you if opioids are a problem for you to just stop you from having you know, cravings. What a gift from a tree or a mushroom or a root or a vine. I mean, who'd have thunk, right? Yeah. And it seems, so are you doing, you're doing microdosing? Is that correct? Yes. I, so what well, does that mean? Some of my shamans do macrodosing if that's what you need, but we kind of take it on a case-by-case basis here because we're pretty small and we like to be safe and we like to uh, meet people where they're at. So, but to explain the difference between microdosing and macrodosing, microdosing is when you just take a small amount of it and it works as a antidepressant, if you will, at that level. So you don't really feel like you're tripping per se, but you feel happier and lighter and calmer. And if you do that, you know, a couple days on, a couple days off, a couple days on, a couple days off, Plus all the other stuff that we do here, the food, the exercise, the digestive reprogramming, all those things, it, your brain will rewire after you know, a couple of weeks, really. You just feel better. And it seems to have a very long-lasting effect. You know, Of course, I get people to come back and do tune-ups from time to time because they go back to their life, and it's hard to find balance. But I think that's why centers like this exist now is so that people can try to create that balance. So yes, we all have to live our lives. We all have to have jobs. We all have to make money. We got to pay bills. We got to do things. But we can also still feel connected at the same time. And in fact, through that connection, we become even more creative, more powerful, and more focused to go back to our lives and do a better job at them. Instead of hating it all, we create something that we really do feel good about. And that's, I think, what the point of the human existence is. Yeah. If, and so if somebody's wanting to do something like this, like, do you think that they need to be going through a process like that for 
at least a couple of weeks or are there is there a one-time thing like what's because there's all these stories right like the castanadas and the everything else but this one magic trip sort of like saved the world so right uh our approach is you know everybody's different and it's a lot of people come with a wide variety of diagnoses and so sometimes i have to deal with other physical problems before they're ready like right. physically healthy enough to take it so, so for what, them, what would that be for a little longer? like what would their diagnosis be yeah or what, oh, there's symptoms that need to be cleared or whatever beforehand? Yeah, I mean, from America, it's mostly liver stuff, fatty liver, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, you know, things that if you were, when you get your lab work done, you wouldn't necessarily be uh, considered fit for some of these plant medicine journeys. So I have to help them lower their blood pressure, lower their cholesterol, do a liver gallbladder flush, you know, all that stuff. And then talk about it but there's and I also see a lot of inflammation honestly a lot of that again comes from trauma just because a lifetime of uncomfortable thoughts about yourself and the world around you causes inflammation in the body so clearing a lot of that out just juice fasting and all kinds of different things that we do here to get people so they're feeling as good as they can before they go in so and we do have programs that are as short as a day you know like if you want to do a a two-hour thing you can come for the day and we'll talk and sit down with myself and the other plant medicine guides and you know put together a little program for you the five-day one is really the most recommended if you're just wanting to come and do plant medicine but you can also add that whole experience on to a longer retreat if you really want to take a look at your overall health and life and do the coaching and make plans and just talk about all the stuff and and work it out right and then so you have a five-day one coming up for you from august the 28th until september 1st yes who's like the perfect person to choose to do this five-day thing um you know in that short amount of time i think the best ones are burnout executive types they are in typically fairly good health so but it's a physical you know emotional stressed out sort of blockage if you will but they're fit enough to come and participate. You know, they're very, they tend to be very focused people. They work very hard at their jobs. And so for them to focus five days on themselves, like when they get here, they're ready to do the work. They're not, you know, I don't have to try to sell them on the idea or whatever. They're like, no, man, I worked myself into this problem. I'm going to work myself out of it. And it is work. You know, it's not just lounging around the pool and whatever, you know. So there's a work, lot of work in, in what sense? In the, we ha you have to be honest. We have to have really honest conversations. You have to show up for your treatments. You have to take the classes. You have to, you know, really participate in all the stuff. You've got to be open to taking a look at your life and your choices and all those things. Or I've had people come to just before a big project or after a big project is over and they're either needing a boost of creativity or just feeling like that was exhausting. I need a break. So, cause I, I, I really do see a ton of beautiful creative energy come out of it. And people leave here with all these wonderful ideas about how they're going to change the world, you know, in, in their world. And that's a wonderful reason to do it too. Sounds like it would be a great thing for um, authors. Could be great for authors and artists. Yeah. Computer people. You know, they got it's a lot of thinking that goes on in that job. <laughs> what do you think dropped most for you after your experience in Peru? Like what was what became easiest for you after that experience? What was the biggest shift? 
That one was actually pretty gentle. Uh, it was a microdose. I felt just stronger per se. Later on, I had a much more profound experience with the UFO. For me, that trip was about ancestral connection. I mean, I really feel like I connected with all the generations before me, and I didn't exactly have a super stable upbringing. So that's something I've always lacked was that real family connection. And I just spent some time in, in I don't know, in that space, feeling supported and connected and all of those wonderful things that I've been looking for my whole life. And so when I came out of that, I, and I did it at my own home, and I felt just... I mean, so much stronger, so much better, so much more connected and happier. And so for me, that was kind of a pivotal experience as well. But that didn't actually happen in Peru. That was here. Okay. And then, so did that change then? Did that have an effect on your internal talk? Absolutely. In what way? In the whole, I am not alone. I am not, you know, the only one. I am not unworthy. I am not weak. I am not you know, all the things that we tell ourselves, I'm not afraid. Like, all that stuff was just kind of let down. I get to put it down when I realize you come from a long line of wonderful people and it's a miracle you're even here. So like, enjoy the ride, my friend. Yeah, which is an easy thing to say, but not always an easy thing to feel. And I think that's one of the things that plant medicine offers is the embodiment of the knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. You really do feel it in every sense of that word. So it's a beautiful thing that I haven't come across any other therapy that does it so profoundly and relatively quickly. And I've been in medicine now for, I can't even believe I can say it, but over 20 years, like I've seen some things and I have to say this one is impressive. To me, it feels like this is the thing that you should consider if you've sort of done all the things and you've gained a lot of knowledge and you sort of know the things and you've studied spirituality and you've tried the meditations and you've sort of done the things. Right. And if you're you still have not, feeling stuck. Yeah. And you have not forayed into this arena. You should consult some professionals and start really considering it. And take a look at the, there's a wide variety of ways to do it. You can go to Peru. You can sleep in the jungle. You can hike in the mountains. You can go to some of these centers where they, you know, there are maybe like 60 people at a time doing their things. So, or you can look for something that's smaller and more tailored. It's really whatever resonates with you. But do your research. Always, always, always do your research. And what, what, what should you be looking for? It's so hard to say because there's so many places popping up now and I, I have not researched them all. I'm just creating my space here. But what I have seen from others that have come through here after the fact is they go to Peru and they don't really have a plan and then they just sort of fall down in the wrong to the wrong person and then it just turns into a weird thing because it is, you really are spiritually open during those few hours and you need to, the environment is everything. Like you need to feel safe and supported and cared for. And if you don't, you know, that just heightens your fears. That's really what plant medicine can do is just heighten your existing experience. But if you're in a space where you feel supported and heard and understood and cared for, then you get more of that. If you're kind of winging it out there, then you get more of that. So 
being mindful of those kind of things. Like you really do want to look for a place and researching the different effects of plant medicine. This is something that I don't know if people totally understand, but you're an herbalist. I'm an herbalist. We can talk about this. Yeah. All the plants have their own spiritual energy to them, right? Some are more masculine, some are more feminine. Um, and our traumas tend to be either masculine or feminine. I mean, some of us have both for sure. But you know, you've heard the expression mommy issues or daddy issues. Yeah. That was, that's kind of what that means. And so I know everybody's heard about ayahuasca and it thinks it's just that's the thing. I'm going to go to Peru and find me some ayahuasca. And ayahuasca can be great, no doubt about it. But it's not for everybody. You know, and there's a lot of other stuff that is effective for your particular concerns. And so, you know, you just want to be mindful of that because a lot of the centers are like, you go and there's one thing and that's all they do. And, you know, and that's great if you really know, yes, I resonate with this plant. But like in my experience, when I went to Peru, I too was like, I'm going to do ayahuasca because this is the birthplace of it. And I want to feel that experience. And I get to the shaman and she looks at me in the face and says, that ain't for you. And I was like, but I, I traveled all this way. <laughs> like, what? And she said, no, you just need a small amount of San Pedro and you'll be fine. I was like, all right. I mean, the way she said it, she just knew so much more than me about it that there was no arguing or doubting. And so I just took her word for it and she was right. So, so how many different things do you have available at Eden? <clears throat> you know, it depends on the shaman that's here, but... We have psilocybin and niboga and ayahuasca and yopo and rape and uh, chonga and cannabis and, yeah, cacao ceremonies. So lots of different options depending on who's there and what someone might need. So you're not just saying, you know, San Pedro worked for me, so that's what we're going to do. Yeah, no, different strokes for different folks. And I have a few different plant medicine facilitators that I work with and they all have their specialties. And so when the person comes and we do your intake and we figure out what your goals are, how much time you have, all those things, then I'll start to coordinate the rest of your care and the facilitator that's the best fit for you. You know, and sometimes that is me, but sometimes it's the others. That's how we do it here. So usually you're doing sort of customized things. What made you decide to set up a five day thing that would be that is open to because some people don't have the ability to take a month off you know and the medicine works regardless so it works better if you do more prep and post care but it'll still do something for you even in a short amount of time and you know I don't know if you've ever tried to coordinate plant medicine facilitators but it's like wrangling butterflies <laughs> so I had to put the ball on a schedule. So I'm like, all right, everybody, we're all going to be here at this time, right? Yes. Okay. So that's kind of why we did that for this month because right. it's, a, it's this time of year where people come and go a bit more because it's rainy season. So if someone decides to do something like this and they say, you know, it starts mm -hmm. August 28th, they're listening to this. It's, you know, August 11th. What, could they do to help themselves be best prepared for this short amount of time? Yeah, that is a great question. The best thing you can do is detox from as much as possible. I mean, media, toxic people, toxic food. 
if you, you know, at least take two weeks off from eating meat before you come, more water, I mean, just basic health improving stuff. There really is something to the media and what it tells us on a regular basis and the fear that it creates in us on a daily basis. So taking a break from that, like just don't even turn your TV on for two weeks. And, and like the phone too, stay off of Facebook if you can, Instagram, all of it. Like if it's not positive coming in, don't bother just for so a couple is, of weeks. Yeah. So this is prep mental and physical. So we're yeah. downing meat, we're adding more veg, we're adding more water, we're eating clean foods, we're avoiding crappy people as best as we can and we're avoiding right. crappy messaging as best we can. Yes. Okay. That, that would be my advice to your prep work. And then starting to like set your intentions. What do you want to get out of this? What are your healthcare goals? Because now that you're not watching TV, you've got time to think about these things. <laughs> <laughs> now that you're not scrolling on Facebook two hours a day, that just maybe I'm projecting. Yeah. <laughs> right. We've all been there. No judgment. <laughs> but yes, taking a break from that too. <laughs> all right. And is this something that you're going to do on a semi-regular basis or is this you know, just a one-time thing? No, if it gains in popularity, this is definitely something I could see doing at least once a month. But yeah, that's kind of the plan. But we'll see how it goes. I, I realize some of the things I'm saying sound a little out there and it's a big decision and there's a lot of, you know, hesitation out there about it. But from my personal experience, from my practice, from what I've seen it do for others, it's um, it's the good medicine, you know, so I hope more people open their minds to it. I mean, when we look at what's currently happening, especially in the States with the pharmaceutical industry and how many people are getting sick and stuff, I mean, and more from antidepressants and, and the effect that's having on the people. And now that we know it's just in all the groundwater, it, we got to start looking at other options because it doesn't appear that we're taking a lot. You guys are taking a lot of antidepressants up there, but people aren't less depressed or anxious. So I don't know. This might be worth taking a look at and taking a, taking a little dabble in. And how many slots are available in a thing like this that you're organizing that's more instead of doing an individual thing, you know, there's five days, there's more, a little bit more of a structure, there's a little bit more of a retreat. How right. many spaces do you have for people? Nine. Nine. Yep. All right. So it's very intimate. We dial it in just for you. And I mean, we almost have as much staff as we do guests, but <laughs> we take, we take really good care of you. It's an important time of your life. You know, it's a big decision. So we don't want to have anybody feeling like they're not cared for. So that if somebody is deciding to do this, they should make a decision shortly because there are only nine slots. Yes. They should work on detoxing as much stuff as is possible before mm -hmm. they go. Mm -hmm. And they do have the option of adding on a couple of days before or after. Yeah. If they want to do some prep work and post work, I, you know, people don't talk about this at a lot of the other centers. I've noticed they just, you're done with your thing. You're out the door and that's that. But it is a huge impact in every way, physically, spiritually, emotionally, to go from these calm jungle settings where you're feeling all cared for and, you know, enlightened right back into a city. Like that's, that's intense. 
So I really can't say enough how important it is to spend a couple days after just processing what just happened, talking about it with like-minded people, and like really starting to formulate your plan going forward. I don't recommend just rushing right back and getting the kids, you know, in the carpool. That's kind of, that's a little intense, you know, right back to the office with the same people doing the same thing. It's like, well, that's not, that is not doctor recommended. (laughs) It's not from this doctor. (laughs) Dr. Randy does not recommend. I do not recommend that. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Either before or after. I think those are good things to put on your list. If you can, you know, if you can only do the five days, it's better than nothing. Yeah. And as long as you know ahead of time that you should have a little bit of at least mental space for yourself before and after, then that's already helpful. Yeah. Like not going back to work the next day. Maybe you have to fly back, but you purposefully give yourself at least a day off from work before you start engaging with the others. Yeah. What is the diet like when people are there? What are they eating? We specialize in seasonal organic and local eating here. We have a little farm up in the hills where we grow as much as we can. We got chickens and cows and goats and whatnot. Um, and then we have many producers here in the country that do organic and you know, we coordinate all of that. If people are really interested, we can do some allergy testing or genetic testing prior to arrival. So we know exactly what you should be eating and not eating. And then we will tailor the diet to meet your needs. And we also advocate for wild caught meats. So we're not eating any industrial meat here. Okay. So you're not, so it's not like, you know, buffet. It's not buffet. No, we have three meals a day. And, you know, if you want snacks in between, we do smoothies or juices or carrot sticks or whatever you want. I mean, but it is, it's very healthy. You know, it's not cakes and ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not coming. Just kidding. (laughs) That's it. It's delicious. That's for sure. But it is like really whole wholesome food yeah do you recommend that people come um do an experience like this with someone that they know or not Ooh, ooh, dun 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 there is the big question um you know to each their own i did have a couple come through the other day and they had a short experience together and it was beautiful i'm not gonna lie they both looked so happy when they left here so but then there's people like me who just need a solo journey. So we're happy to accommodate either or. But if there is trauma or drama in that relationship and you bring it to the plant medicine realm, it's going to come up. So, you know, choose wisely. <laughs> if you feel like you're ready to get to know each other on that level, then by all means, come on down. But, you know, choose wisely. All right. Do you have any parting words? Just that I know the feeling of being burnt out. I really do. And I know there is some wonderful things out there that can really help. And I invite people to listen to their own intuition. If it sounds like something you're interested in, you know, explore. Don't be afraid. It's not anything to fear. It just, it really is just nature. And with the right guidance, it can be a truly life-changing experience. And so I hope people start to really open up to that possibility. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking to us about plant medicine today. Uh, It is a subject that I am very interested in. 
And because it's getting more and more noise, I think it's really important that there are places that exist that uh, focus on the safety of it instead of, you know, I've seen the advertisements for centers that will do ayahuasca with 60 people at a time. And, you know, you go in, you do the ceremony, you leave, like, Right. I, the, the I mean, more, it's a choice. It is a choice, but the more noise yeah. there is around this, the more this is going to become sort of popularized and the more important mm -hmm. it becomes at that point, I believe, to be in an environment where you know that you're going to be safe. Yeah. It's, it, it's everything as far as the experience and what you're going to get out of it. Yeah. Because um, when you open up like that, you're opening up to everyone else in the room and their stuff. And some people, I don't want their stuff. I got my own stuff. I'm good. So, yeah. But yeah, I'm. It's. I'm just thrilled to be able to provide this and hold that space for people. And I'm doing my best to create a really safe and comforting place for people to share the experience. Awesome. 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 Yeah. All right. Well, I hope that people do decide to make this decision. If just like you said, if it's resonating, if it's something that they feel is um, on the list of things that they should be doing, this is a good place to do it. And I hope if someone does decide to do it, that they uh, come on the show and tell us all about it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. It would. So I uh, invite <laughs> anybody you come who, too. I will at some point. Um, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking December. So Awesome. I will make a whole special thing just for you. Ooh, oh, come on, Solstice. That's my favorite party. Yay! <laughs> best party of the year. Yay, let's do it. Okay, awesome. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for being here today. All right, talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody, that wraps up another episode of Fried the Burnout Podcast with Dr. Randy Raymond, who runs the Eden Retreat Center in, in Hacos, Costa Rica. Um, I will put all of this information in show notes so it is easy for you to find, click on, and all of that. This retreat that Randy has coming up starts the August 28th, so you have about two weeks to decide if this is the thing for you. If you have any questions, please let either of us know, um, and we will do our best to answer them. Until next time.